this is the Grain Farmers of Ontario special post June 30th USDA market trends commentary. We are off to the races, at least that's the way it feels at this time of year. July 4th weekend is always a seminal event for the grain market, sometimes seeing very volatile market action. The crops are growing in the fields and there are active weather events across the American Corn Belt, which will be affecting prices. Where it's going to end up is anybody's guess. On June 30th, USDA released their planted acreage report, as well as a June 1st quarterly stocks grain report. These numbers will be used as a benchmark for the next several months until final numbers are calculated in January. On June 30th, USDA surprised the market a bit by estimating U.S. corn acres at 89.9 million. On the other hand, they pegged soybean acres lower than expected, down to 88.3 million acres. However, as though these numbers were different from what had been predicted earlier, it was within the pre-report estimate. The USDA corn estimate is 4% lower than last year, while the soybean estimate is 1% higher than last year. Illinois and Indiana were down 300,000 corn acres from a year ago. Iowa and Nebraska were down 200,000 corn acres each. Corn stocks at all positions were estimated to be 4.35 billion bushels, which is up 6% from a year ago. The reduction in the soybean acreage number was a surprise, but at the same time, it is the largest in the last four years. Illinois soybean production was up 600,000 acres from a year ago, and it was also up 200,000 acres from the March Intentions Report of 11.2 million acres. Soybean stocks in all positions as of June 1, 2022, totaled 971 million bushels, which was up 26% from a year ago. All wheat acreage in the United States came in at 47.09 million acres, which still marks the fifth lowest acreage since records began in 1919. On July 1st, corn, soybean, and wheat futures were lower than the last market trends report. September 2022 corn futures were at 619 a bushel. The December 2022 corn futures were at 607. And the August 2022 soybean futures were at 1509 a bushel. And the November 2022 soybean futures were at 1395 a bushel. The September 2022 Chicago wheat futures closed at 8.46 a bushel, and the Minneapolis September 2022 wheat futures closed at 9.48 a bushel, with the July 2023 contract closing at 9.68 a bushel. The nearby oil futures as of July 1st closed at $108.43 a barrel, down from the nearby futures recorded in the last market trends report of $120.67 a barrel. The average price for U.S. ethanol on July 1st in the U.S. was $2.70 a U.S. gallon, down from the $2.85 last month. And the Canadian dollar noon rate on June 30th was $0.7760 U.S., lower than the $0.7827 U.S. recorded here in the last market trends report. The Bank of Canada lending rate remained at 1.5%. In Ontario, Ontario winter wheat is starting to be harvested in Essex County and will surely pick up steam in the next couple of weeks across much of southwestern Ontario. Ontario new crop wheat acres have fallen approximately $5 a bushel since May and are a reflection of the extremely volatile nature of the world wheat market. Basis levels for all grains in Ontario either remained the same or declined mainly because of the precipitous drop in grain futures prices over the last several weeks. The saving grace has been the value of the Canadian dollar, which continually is hovering in the 70 cent U.S. range. The Ontario crop is actively growing in the field as of July 1st and is variable across the province. Generally speaking, rain is needed, especially in the parched regions of southwestern Ontario. There are also a huge replant of soybeans from Essex County up into Lambton and Middlesex County after heavy rains entombed soybeans in early June. Many of these fields will need generous rainfall and a long, warm, drawn-out fall. 
to reach maturity. And you can look at all our Ontario grain prices by going to the marketing section of our website. Now the bottom line is we've had a cold bucket of ice water thrown on a bullish grain environment. Over the last two or three weeks, we have seen an exit from grain futures markets of some of the speculative money that poured into markets because of the Russia-Ukraine war. At the same time, we have a good crop growing in the field. What we have become accustomed to is extreme volatility to the upside, and what we have seen lately is the opposite to the downside. None of this should be a surprise to any of us. So what is it going to be? Is it going to be hot and dry in July and August, or will we be going to have benign weather for the next two months, setting up a very big crop in the United States? Do you get the picture? The next few weeks of crop weather will definitely affect the road ahead on prices. In this world where commodity markets have been demanding everything, we are about to learn in North America if we can grow it first, and July will help define that. Keep in mind, prices are still historically high, even with the recent drop-off. There are good crush margins for soybeans and all grains. Ethanol is a profit machine, and this will likely continue, especially with lower corn. Prices. This is happening in a market environment where we're even seeing the price of oil and fertilizer moderating. Should we venture a guess that maybe markets are stabilizing? Well, that is hard to say. This is all happening in a geopolitical environment that is still very volatile and concerning. We have Russian missiles raining down on shopping malls in Ukraine and residential areas. At the same time, Chinese demand for grain is still substantial, but they're dealing with COVID shutdowns making the supply chain wonkier. Ukrainian grain being diverted or confiscated and put through Russian ports is an example of things we do not expect. This is relieving some local markets in Turkey, the Middle East, and North Africa. At the same time, Western countries like Canada have pledged new mobile grain systems to be moved into Ukraine to take care of some of the harvest this summer and fall. Now, for corn, the July 4th weekend weather will certainly determine much direction in the first week of July for corn futures. In the United States, this is also synonymous with corn knee-high by the 4th of July, but it's not quite the case in the northern central plains, which has had quite a slog with corn planting. Corn in parts of the United States is simply behind schedule. Some of the big stories that we've been talking about over the last few months are already priced into the corn market, such as inflation and the Russian-Ukraine war. Also, too, the weather risk premium often tops out in the middle of July, so as we move forward, the weather story will be important, especially as we move toward pollination. The December 2022 corn futures contract is currently priced six and a quarter cents below the March contract, which is considered a bearish indication for commercial demand for new crop corn. On the other hand, old crop corn future spreads are very bullish. Seasonally, corn futures tend to peak in mid-June and bottom out in early October. And the December 2022 corn futures price is currently in the 58th percentile in relation to the past five-year price distribution range. Now, for soybeans, the USDA report on June 30th said there was a lot less soybeans than expected. But they did not stop the market from crashing on that day. The weather story is such a big one now, but soybeans could have been affected by weakness in the edible oil market. Keep in mind, many farmers are continuing to plant past June 15th in the United States, where at one time we thought there might be up to 5 million prevent plant acres in the United States. This has been all planted. Big prices mean that people are taking the risk of planting late versus enrolling in a government program, and the soybean number will be revised by USDA, and we should know by August. Soybeans remain bullish. The November contract is currently priced with even with the March 2023 contract, 
which is considered bullish, and the July-August 2023 contract is also at an inverse, which is considered extremely bullish. Seasonally, soybean prices tend to peak in early July and bottom in early October, and the November 2022 soybean contract is currently priced in the 61st percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Now, for wheat, the wheat market has almost been a straight line down over the last six weeks. There never is a seasonal expectation in wheat futures prices, as it's grown just about everywhere. There have been lots of Russian wheat get to markets, and this was reflected in downward price pressure in the European wheat market. Ports in Crimea were loaded with wheat, which is not usual and certainly must reflect Ukrainian wheat being diverted through unusual channels. And as stated earlier, the wheat harvest has begun in the deep southwest of Ontario. Cash wheat prices have fallen to the $10 level from their high of $15 only about six weeks ago. However, these prices are still the highest we've seen at this time of year ever. As wheat harvest ramps up across the province, there will be many producers taking advantage of this. As always, quality concerns may weigh in on Ontario wheat market depending on the weather. Now, there is no question the swoon in grain futures prices has been significant from the frothy times of earlier this spring. However, the Canadian dollar fluttering in the 77-cent U.S. range has provided a bottom stimulus for Ontario grain prices, and it will continue. As mentioned several times in the past, the value of the Canadian dollar is mostly related to the inverse of what the U.S. dollar does. And on July 1st, the U.S. dollar index reached 105.62, which was close to the multi-year high of 105.79 set a couple of years ago. With the U.S. dollar very strong based on many different factors, it has been hard for the loonie to gain even in an environment where the Bank of Canada has been raising interest rates. This has been positive for Ontario grain prices. Significant to the price of grain in Ontario will always be our crop weather in the next couple months and the quality and yield of the Ontario-Quebec crops. If we have a normal year with benign weather, we likely have normal basis fluctuations and lots of crop to be exported this fall and into 2023. With 2.3 million acres of corn and 3 million acres of soybeans in Ontario, there is a lot at stake. There have been weather hiccups already, but timely rain will be important across the region this summer to take a big crop into fall. Now, to some extent, the June 30th USGA report redefined the road ahead with more corn acres and less soybean acres than expected. However, there will be a revision of these numbers likely in August to better reflect the late planting of soybeans in the north-central plains. Even though future spreads now into 2023 are bullish, especially for soybeans, they need to be watched closely over the next few weeks to give clues on what the market is saying. Even in these heady times with good prices, as we headed toward, are we headed toward a more bearish environment? Or is it simply a momentary lapse in the grain market before grain prices recoil and ignite into another rally? Now, grain futures spreads should give us clues into that into the future. The road ahead for Ontario farmers will be continually challenging. We have had opportunity to price grains at historical levels, and even though the prices are less now, it continues. Certainly the level of inflation with our farm inputs has made it very challenging on so many levels. Despite that, as we move ahead, daily market intelligence will remain key to hone our risk management plans further. Wheat harvest is upon us, and there surely will be quality and yield concerns as we go ahead. Another USG report will come in two weeks from now and another in August. This should help refocus exactly where we're going with regard to crop size this coming year. And there will be many marketing opportunities ahead. This has been the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary Special Post-June 30th USDA Report. I'm Philip Shaw.